Disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, counselor, or professional broadcaster. The following are stories from my life and personal experiences and are the property of me. There will be profanity, quite a fucking bit of it, so please keep that in mind along with adult topics and themes. Listener discretion is advised. I've always wanted to say that. Hi, and welcome to episode 11 of Here She Comes Confessions of a Retired Vibrator Seller. I'm your host and author, Jasmine Aziz. As you may recall from the last episode, I was about to begin my presentation for a group of very eager young women, all from the belly dance community. I was wearing my red velvet pet me pants. Yeah, that's pending trademark because I made that name up, I think. And starting to get the sweats again, despite having done more than 20 parties by this point. There was something in their eager eyes that made me nervous and unsure of myself. But there's something about that old saying, fake it till you make it, that comes to mind and it kept me going. In this case, of course, it would be more like, shake it till you make it. I started by showing the women the lingerie. They did just as I suspected and remarked on how each could be used for making costumes. I loved making my belly dance costumes. The truth is that once I had taken up belly dance, the costume making part was something I looked forward to more than coming up with routines or practicing hip rolls. In fact, once when I was repairing one of my costumes at the back of class, a fellow dancer I had met in my family business sidled up to me to see if she could help. Belly dance is totally sexual, she said casually. Um, I don't think it's supposed to be sexual, Linny. Its roots are in childbearing, aren't they? Sure, sure, that's what they tell you. But the fact is, it is totally hot to ride a man while you undulate the fuck out of him on top. I accidentally stabbed myself with my sewing needle as she finished her sentence. Okay, I said. I had no idea what else to say. Lenny was staring at me like she expected me to fire back with my own sex adventures involving coin belts and veils. I had nothing. It hadn't even occurred to me, in fact. My first teacher had made it very clear from day one that the dancer's moves accentuated a woman's natural curves and that the integrity of the dance could be found in the dancer's smile and eyes, not her hips and her breasts. Have you tried it with your boyfriend? Linny asked me. Have you done the camel move while you're riding his dick? Um, no, but I'll add it to my fuck it list. Fuck it list? What's that? All the things I want to try in the sex arena, you know, like a bucket list, but with sex. Oh my god, that's brilliant. I doubted I was the first person to come up with it, but Linny credited me with the term to a few of the other women in the class. It only served to alienate me more from them. A few months later, I remembered that conversation, and while climbing aboard Mount Lammy, decided I would give it a try. It was a rare occasion when he would let me get on top and stay on top, so I seized the opportunity while I had it. 
I closed my eyes, tipped my pinky to my forehead, and began to try to move my torso in two directions while straddling his large frame. Uh, what are you doing? he asked, his face registering trepidation at what looked a bit like fear. Just roll with it, I mumbled and began to awkwardly gyrate like one of those blow-up sticks with long wavy arms you see at car dealerships. I was moaning and groaning like a porn star when Lammy gently tapped me on the shoulder to stop me. What? I said breathlessly. Why did you stop me? He pointed down towards his groin and said slowly, In case you hadn't noticed, I haven't been in you for the last few minutes. You're riding my kneecap. I never tried that move with him again. It suddenly occurred to me that Linny might be in the crowd of dancers at my presentation. I quickly surveyed the ladies, but didn't see any sign of her. After I showed them the lingerie, I moved on to the bath products and oils. I had just finished espousing the virtues of the massage oil and was feeling more comfortable and like myself again, that my personal filters were off, and it reminded me of a moment with Lammy I felt compelled to share with my audience. I have a mirror over my bed, I said without warning and no segue. Well, just behind it, actually. There were a few catcalls, but I ignored them. The truth is, I put those mirrors up so I could practice my belly dance moves and watch what I was doing. But when I ended up moving my furniture in the room after I stopped dancing, the bed somehow ended up in front of it, and it's sort of my headboard now. Anyway, I'm not telling you this to make me sound kinky. But you are kinky! A dancer who hardly knew me yelled out. I smiled and waited for the ladies to stop yelling, Yella, yella, yella! The reason I'm telling you this is because I was having sex with Lammy the other day and my legs were up in the air. We were having a great time when all of a sudden I got a Charlie horse. Cue small burst of laughter. My toes were completely mangled up and twisted and I guess he could see that in the mirror. I started screaming and though I am a bit of a screamer naturally, cue louder laughter and a few whistles. This was a different kind of screaming. I was yelping. But that idiot thought I was really into it, so he started pounding even harder. Afterwards, he was all puffed up and telling me that he gave me such a big orgasm that my toes were curled up in opposite directions. He was so proud of himself. I didn't have the heart to tell him the truth. The bottle of oil touched down on the table at the point when the women in the room responded with almost deafening laughter. I had to wait almost five minutes for them to stop. And that, ladies, is why it's so important to get regular massage. This oil is really good for that. I could feel the sails starting to rise and my stomach starting to churn. Between the jokes and the laughing, it took me almost two and a half hours to wrap up my presentation. At the end, I got what every comedian dreams of, a standing ovation and clapping so loud that it made my ears ring. In Lucinda's bedroom, I rifled through the sales slips and tallied up her total. This was unbelievable, Luce. You made thirteen fifty in sales. You've got a huge amount of stuff you can buy. I didn't make that, Jazz. You did. You are fucking amazing. No one has left yet. They want you to come out and do an encore. I'm not a freak show, Lucinda. This is my job. I know, I know. It's just that you're so funny. Fuck, you are the funniest. I want you to come back and do another one next month. I'm uh, pretty booked up. I lied. Seriously, no one is as good as you. You are incredible. 
I have a huge list of stuff I want. And I want that massage oil too. That story was so funny. Do you really have mirrors over your bed? Yes, I said flatly. I wish it was because I was as sexually adventurous as everyone thought I was. But the fact was, there were only two choices of where the bed could fit. And I went with that one. I started to pack Lucinda's order from the paper form she handed me. Do you really want the penis pocket sleeve on your list? I don't have any. You had it at the last party I was at. Yeah, but I can sell whatever I want now and I took it out of the lineup. It wasn't selling. Besides, didn't you get one already? I did. Ahab loves it. I have to get him a backup one or he'll kill me. Are you kidding me? He loves it? It's awesome. We play with it together, sometimes, but mostly he plays with it himself. Oh, that kind of sounds dirty what I just said. (laughs) Lucinda's eyes were like two big brown dinner plates. I could see how her husband would get lost in them, almost yearned to see that look of innocence mixed with excited anticipation in her expression. I envied their marriage. I can't get Lammy to use it. I've tried everything. He won't touch it. I'm thinking of getting two more as backups, but I think I'll just go for the one right now. I can't believe he won't try it. Ahab swears by it. I didn't tell Lucinda that Lammy wouldn't try anything in the kit we were given. It was the same for every item I would get that I had to product test. He'd pick up a bottle, read the label on the back, and mutter the same thing every time. I'm not going to put this chemical shit on my dick. When it came to the penis sleeve for male self-simulation, I had had enough. You have to try this one and let me know what you think, because in case you hadn't noticed, I don't have a dick, and I don't know if it's any good. Why would I put this sleeve on? Because put your fingers inside it. It feels like a hoo-hoo. Hoo-hoo? Do you use that professional term in your presentations? You know what I mean. Don't make me say it. I'm not using it. It's gross. What if I cut it without your dick inside, (laughs) and I used it while I was blowing you? Would you like that? He paused and frapped the sleeve back and forth in his hands, alternately squishing it like a stress ball. There's no way I'm putting this on my dick, but if you want to blow me, well, uh, I won't say no. Never mind, I said angrily and snapped the sleeve out of his hand. I was so unenthusiastic about the toy that as soon as I got my first chance to choose what I wanted in my presentations, I stopped carrying it. I had only sold a total of three of them in 20 parties, and one was to Lucinda. Maybe if I tell Lammy that your husband really loved it, he'll give it a try. Go ahead, Lucinda said excitedly. You really need to bring it back. Maybe Lucinda's endorsement of the product really would change Lammy's mind. It was close to midnight. I closed up my bags after the final tally and started heading out towards my car. Just as Lucinda had said, every guest was still waiting for me to finish my sales, some of them sharing the contents of their bags with each other. As I entered the living room, a thunderous round of applause caught me off guard and brought tears to my eyes. Two came up to me and ran their hands down the length of my velvet pants. For luck, they said. One of the ladies, Sharon, a middle-aged divorcee with no kids, who had taken up belly dance as a way to reconnect with herself, was very vocal about being single during my presentation. As I made my way to leave, she wrapped both her arms around my legs, pinning me to my place in the foyer. If I touch your magic pants, maybe I'll get a boyfriend like you, Jazzy. 
I leaned down and pried her arms from around my knees, whispering, Sharon, the only boyfriend you can count on is the one you bought from me. She tilted her head backwards and let out a loud, Yella, 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 which started a chorus of similar screaming as I made my polite goodbyes and headed down the driveway. I drove off into the dark night, absently stroking the soft fabric of my pants as I contemplated the evening. I should be happy that my sales totaled almost $1,500, but it felt like a massive stone was sitting in the pit of my stomach. I couldn't stop picturing what Ahab's face would look like when Lucinda told him about the party. He would probably listen to every word she said, titillated and engaged, watching the twinkle in her large brown eyes as she shyly presented him with everything that she got for free. They would probably discuss, with excitement, what they were going to play with, or they would just tear into the bag of goodies and leave things to chance. Either way, their experience wasn't likely going to be as full of resentment and harsh expletives as mine had been with Lammy. It was too late to call him when I got home. Instead, I dug out my old sample of the pocket pussy that Lucinda had said was so great and squished it aggressively in my hands. I watched the mouth of it open and close and imagined it was talking back to me. Who's gross now? It said over and over, till I fell asleep with the pink sleeve clutched in my sticky palm. Thanks for tuning in. Copies of my first novel, Sex and Samosas, are available for sale directly on my website at jasminaziz.com. And you can purchase the as-of-yet-undiscovered hit song, Shiver You Up, by Network, that you hear in this podcast on iTunes, and practice your shimmy and shake to it. Shameless plug. If you're enjoying my podcast, please be sure to subscribe and review it, as it really does help a lot. For those of you who have done so already, you have my deepest gratitude. You can also reach out to me via social media. I'm on Instagram, jasmine underscore Aziz, on Twitter, at jasmine Aziz, and on Facebook. Or email me at jasmine at jasmineaziz.com. Until next time, remember that the best part of life is love. So be sure to open your heart to it, because here she comes. I'm just a popcorn dreaming on a red and you up. I'm gonna shiver you, shake and quiver you, shiver you up.